Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hey, people, we're still alive. Yeah, we are. We're we're, we're still alive. Um, the virus has not affected us yet. Knock on wood. But um, yeah, we're 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 still here. So. Um, these, uh, these last two weeks have been stupid slow, so that's why we haven't been able to, um, to get anything out, but we've done 40 episodes of this crap already. Yeah, no. We've done 40 episodes of this crap, but, you know, we gotta... Yeah, I keep going, but not, not like there's anything wrong with it. But we sometimes there, it's it gets really slow, and there's just nothing going on. Well, so, exactly, and that's why a lot of times I'm on, I'm on Periscope because a lot of times there's just nothing to talk about. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty yeah, much. I mean, there is slow times in sports, people. Don't worry. There is that. There is. Um. So we're. I think eight days away from the start of free agency. Yes, in the National Football League. Um, not important, but seven days away from the start of St. Patrick's Day. For all you, for all you Irish fuckers out there. <laughs> Top of the morning. <laughs> oh, you're gonna piss all this Irish folk off. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Come on. You're in Oklahoma, man. Come on. Don't do that to me. No, I'm Irish. I'm complete full Irish, so... Really? Oh, yes. McGlintock is Irish? Oh, yes. I did yep, not yep. know that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very southern name. Nah, um... My dad and I did some research probably about, I think, two, three years ago, and there's a... Part, I have to find it. And on the next time we hang out, or hang out, on the do the thing, I'll let you know. Well, everybody else know. I'll let you know once I find out, but... Yeah, there's a part of Ireland that we that my ancestors years 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 ago, obviously, um, left and jumped ship to. There was in the New, Newfoundland, I think, is what ended up at, and then virtually the way down to here in America. So. Oh, you're Canadian, also. 
So, how about that? Yeah, no. Irish I don't know Canadian. much about that till until now, or a few years back. So nice. That's awesome. Yep, yep. I'm a weird combination. I'm a Irish, German, and Italian. Nice. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. But I love my Irish side. I do. Um, this this clear comes to show how slow it's been these last oh, few yeah. weeks. It's just extremely slow. It's stupid slow. So nothing has really gone on in the NFL landscape other than the new CBA, which is fucking stupid. It's retarded. I it's don't like it. Stupid. But I'm, it's gonna result in a lockout. I, but I don't know shit in the end. So, um, free agency starts in eight days from now, which is terrific, which is terrific fucking news. Um, compensatory picks were announced today. I think the Broncos got five picks. I believe so. I didn't see the exact how many, but I want to say it's four or five. I know at one point in time they had us, they were projecting us at three, but I think we ended up with like four or five, which ain't bad. No, it isn't. The Seahawks got three picks, compensatory <sighs> picks. Um, thanks to Earl Thomas departing, Justin Coleman departing, and Shamar Stephan departing, um, the Seahawks were awarded with, according to this sheet of paper, 101st, 144th, and the 214th picks in the NFL draft. Nice. So. Um, I put out a post that uh, on U Stadium that I think you should have gotten a notification on. I did. I did. Yes, which was uh, a career <laughs> highlight. Nick and Frankie, love you guys. Um, I uh, I put out a poll and I and I asked, would you rather sign Jadavian Clowney? Or trade for Yannick Ngakwe because the report that's that's out currently right now is the Seahawks are willing to trade for Yannick Ngakwe from the Jaguars um, if they don't re-sign Clowney. Now let's rewind to August of last year, correct? When the Clowney trade broke, the report the official compensation was a third round pick in 2020. And linebackers Barkevius Mingo and Jacob Martin. Virtually nothing. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just... Now, you may be wondering, why the hell would the Seahawks trade? Now, now the compensation that the Jaguars want for Ngakwe is a first-round pick, maybe more. Uh, That's my thought. Now... uh. Now, there was a trade that I think it was Joe Fan of NBC Sports Northwest um, who proposed this and said the Jaguars should give the Seahawks and Gakwe plus their second round pick in exchange for the 27th pick in the draft, which is owned by the Seahawks. Hmm. Terrible. Yeah, I I wouldn't go that route. No. I mean, Ngakwe's a good player. It's just, it's just he thinks he's worth twenty million plus, which just seems to be in the mindset of most defensive players nowadays. Well, yeah, you're going to get that. I think Chris Jones is going to probably ask for that from the Chiefs. Not next, I think it'll be next upcoming twenty twenty one off season. But 
That's the mindset. I wouldn't go that route either. That's what I said. Isn't too. Chris Jones a natural nose tackle? I think so. He's a he's a nose tackle, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think the current players who earn defensive players that earn twenty million a year, I think off the top of my head are the obvious. Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. Um Demarcus Lawrence, Frank Clark. I think that's it. I would. Uh, I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, I would imagine so. Vaughn's close. He's nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna say Vaughn's not. He's there, but he's not there. JJ Watt is a bargain now. I think he's like seventeen and a half. Some stupid, great contract for JJ Watt. Dude, JJ. Hall of Famer. Oh, by yeah. Some people hate him. I don't know why. How could you hate JJ Watt? Well, he does. Forget the mindset of. Forget the mindset of football. What he does in the community for Houston and beyond is unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's what credits credits do. Yeah. And so, I've went back and forth with this on Ngakwe and Clowney. I said, oh, I wouldn't mind giving up a third or a fourth for a Gakwe plus a player. I wouldn't mind that. And now that I, I would pull. And then the Jaguars wanted a first round pick for Ngakwe. I'm like, hold on, timeout. That's that's a no go. And I just would not give a first round up. No. So Clowney has repeatedly said that he wants to stay with the Seahawks. Um he also would like top dollar and hmm. so I mean there are some people out there who think that he's worth 20 million and you know he had three sacks but sacks don't matter nowadays anymore because if you actually watch the tape and I was fortunate enough to watch every Seahawk game and I I saw almost every snap that Clowney made. People were double teaming him, and and he could still shed their blocks. Oh, he's pure talent. He's pure talent. You now understand why he was the first overall pick back in two thousand fourteen. Oh yeah, he's got. I mean, he's got some gas left in him. So. To my well, knowledge, he's an excellent player at South Carolina. He was terrific at South Carolina. Yeah. But the knock on him was he would not give a hundred percent. And that's why and that's what guys like Merrill Hodge, by the way, shout out to him. Fucking genius. Oh um, yeah. It's a shame ESPN let him go, but I digress. Um the knock on him was that he's not a pure pass rusher, which is true. Yeah, he's definitely not that. He, he's never had 10 sacks his career. He's a better run stopper than a pass rusher. Yeah, I think it, when it's all said and done for him, I think he's going to be named more for a run, uh, run stopper than a pass rusher. Which I would not hesitate giving him $17 million, $17, 18000000 million. I would not hesitate that. Well, I was about to ask you, what would you give, what would you give Clowney? Well, 
the Hawks never, ever give out five-year contracts. Ever. I think the last... contracts are just, you're doomed for something. So the last five-year deal was either Percy Harvin, well, Percy Harvin, I know, got five years, $67 million. When um, the Seahawks signed, when the Seahawks traded him and then signed him from the Vikings. Uh, back in 2013, which turned out to be a fucking disaster. Um, and I think the next one was Doug Baldwin. I can't remember. I That's, think it had to be Baldwin. Yeah, that might be. It had to be Baldwin. There. Mike, can you look that up somehow? Yeah, hold on. Let me get. Oh, there we go. I think it was. It had to be Doug Baldwin. That that might just pass through my mind now. Come on. It was like five years, fifty-five million for Baldwin. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. Come on, your Wi-Fi sucks, man. Something here is going on because literally, I'm telling you, I think it's because what I said on Periscope pissed whoever is watching this thing off. Hmm. All I said was I thought the Corona's overhyped. Uh, contract. Seattle. I mean, again, my thoughts and prayers are with the people that have been sick and no, of course, I all that. But I just, I just think it's really overplayed. But that's my opinion. No, um, of course, I feel the same way. Yeah, I just while it's loading, is New York pretty bad? I've heard in some areas. In your area, is it good for now or um? There, who asked that question? You did. Someone did. Someone on the live stream did? Um, Just did. I don't know who. Depends on where you go. I mean, when most people think of New York, you think of Manhattan. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, New York is so nice. I love to go there. It's like, uh, you don't want to go to Manhattan. (laughs) You don't want to go anywhere in New York City. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, what am I saying? I'm on Long Island. Long Island in the summertime depends on where you go is gorgeous. I will say that from, you know, living here all my life. Um, as you head out further east, like towards like Montauk, Greenport, Orion Point, like you know of Montauk, right? Oh, yes. So you know of Montauk. Okay, I'm sure most people know of Montauk Point. Um, it's beautiful out there. Every day, it's gorgeous. It's a it's a beautiful beach town, and you got the lighthouse over there. Uh, Stranger Things is over there, which factor of the day. That's where Stranger Things is based off of. Mm, Camp did Hero. I know that? Camp Hero, yes, that's a real place. Nice. Um, what else? Uh, there's the North Shore, Port Jeff. I mean. If you head more towards the beach towns, it's nice. But as soon as you head towards the industrial part of the island, which is like the dead center of the island, it becomes a shithole. I'm sorry. It does. And there are some parts... Yeah, five for... Not to interrupt you, five for 55 is what it was. It was? It was a five-year deal. I was was right. Yep. All right. So, two five-year deals, to my knowledge, uh, which are confirmed... Five years, fifty-five million for Doug Baldwin. 
Five years, sixty-seven million for Percy Harvin. Jesus, eleven million for Baldwin, really? Wow. Yeah, eleven point five, eleven and a half, twelve of it gets guaranteed. He earned thirty point two mil over that time period. What a bargain! What a bargain deal. Um. So, I would not go over a four-year deal for Clowney. I would not. Um. The reason is he's 28, I think. He's 28. He would have to be in that time. Let me see here. He he's wants a five-year be... deal, which he's not getting. Well, no. He's not getting a five-year deal because the market judges you for sacks now, which is stupid, but it is what it is. Like, he just turned 27. Just Okay, so he's, he's going to get a four-year deal. Um, I would not be shocked if Seattle offers him a four-year deal, eighteen million per, like a seventeen, eighteen million per year. I wouldn't be shocked. That's not a bad deal, actually. No, I was gonna say that that would be more of a reasonable one. I would That's imagine. That's a realistic that. contract. That's a realistic contract for Clowney. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know shit. But I also posted this on New Stadium. I said the biggest need for Seattle going into free agency is the defensive line. They were gashed by so many, by every team in the running game. Every oh, team. Yeah. Every team. And Puna Ford, God bless him, he's not, he's not their nose tackle. I mean, when I think of a Seahawks nose tackle, I think of guys like Brandon Meebane, Kevin Williams when he was here for a year, um, like Quint Jefferson, who's a pass rusher, but he's a better run stopper. Um, I'll, I'll keep like a top of Ruben when he was here for a few years, Glenn McDonald, Tony McDaniel. Like those guys when they were here. Rocky Bernard. I'll keep going. I mean, they need size at the nose tackle position, which Clowney helps because he can stop the run. But you need a oh, nat- yeah. but you need a natural run stopper. Especially as the NF especially as today's offenses are shifting back to the run. Thank you, Lamar Jackson. You need a you need a big time nose tackle. Like the first name that comes to mind is Damon Harrison. I know he just got released by the Lions and he's contemplating retirement, but he's the best run stopper in the National Football League. He is. No one comes close. Would Shelby Harris fit Seattle's defense? I don't see him coming back to Denver, I, and he's and he made that clear to John Elway in the front office. He's going anyway. He wants to come back to Denver, but when it comes down to it, it's going to be about money. And, I don't, and his market values right now is at four is at uh, twelve and a half. No, I I ain't signing him. Um, Danny Shelton, however, I would sign. Now Shelton, I would love to. Have. I would sign Danny Shelton. Um, if Damon Harrison doesn't work out, I would bring in Danny Shelton. Because that's a behemoth. 
Oh, yeah. My computer just froze about that. Uh, I'm, st- I'm okay. Um, Danny Shelton is like a, a mess of a human being. Um, number two, offensive line, specifically the right side. Now, Dwayne Brown's your left tackle. Jamarco Jones is seen to find a home at left guard. Justin Britt's coming back, at least for another year. Eh, at center. Good center. Not bad. Um, I would bring either Posick at right guard or DJ Fluker at right guard. Posick's a better guard. Posick's a much better guard than Fluker is. Because Fluker can't pass block for shit. No. He can't. Um, and Jermaine Fetty. Thank God he's leaving. <laughs> Thank God. Um, the human false star penalty. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's the most. Pen- I think he's the most penalized player in the league the last two years. I can't. I can't be sure, but I'm sure. Well, Garrett Bowles got better towards the end, so I'm sure that's probably true. No, you never. Now Garrett Bowles. I imagine he could have. Uh, Bowles could have easily matched him, but. Bowles got better towards the end, though. Are you drinking a Corona Light? No, so... Corona Light, beer, excuse but, me? So my dad gets... He, he gets this beer... He's like, part of his beer or something in the month. Whatever. Anyway. Okay. It's these different kind of beers. So they'll send him, like, these different kind of beers. It's pretty interesting. This one, for example... I should have my light on, but whatever. This one is called... Mad... Madtown, I guess? Okay. Something. I don't know. Well, anyway. Was there, like, no alcohol in it? Do what? Was there, like, 0% alcohol in there? Oh, no, it's definitely alcohol in there. What the hell are you yeah, drinking this time of day? It's a uh, beer. It's, like, um, Al. Let's see here. Good question. Why are you drinking on a work night? <laughs> That's a great it's question. A week and a half. What? It's been a rough week and a half. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't tell me. It's okay. Um, it has ALE. Hold on. Let me get my light. I can't see anything. Yeah, why the hell are you doing this in the dark? That's another question. Because I got my windows open, and I don't want the neighbors seeing. I got you. No problem. It's um uh, has caramel aroma. Really? It's yeah, here we go. Great. Hold on, let me move my mic out of the way. It is St. Patrick's Day coming up, so I can understand the drinking part. There you I gotta go to an Irish pub this weekend. I might as well go. They passed a thing in Oklahoma that they can, that we can now buy beer on Sundays. That's awesome. I'm not surprised. It was due to come anyway. Yeah. Uh, Finish your dig. Wait, anyway. Uh, like the last time I had, like the last one was uh, had citrus in it, which was more beer flavor than I had citrus, but it's it was decent. Bad. But it's anyway, it was, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound okay. great. It sounds okay at first. It did. It it was. Eh. I had a blueberry at once. That sounds good. It was okay. I'll admit that. That was my first drink. I swear to God. <laughs> I don't drink as much. No, I'm, I'm try. I try not to drink as much. Well, I'm, I'm a new drinker still, but so I'm like I'm not drinking as much. 
So I got people asking me, oh, did you get drunk over the weekend? I said, I don't, I don't drink to get drunk. I just drink yeah, to relax. Yeah. And sometimes for me, it helps me sleep better at night. So that's why. Well, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I could see them. I could see the Hawks going after a right tackle in the draft or free agency. Like if Jack Conklin does end up leaving Tennessee, I would say, here, take the money. Get your ass over here. I could see him leaving Tennessee. Is Dennis Kelly filled in his place and filled in nicely? Yeah, I could see him leaving Tennessee. Um, next option would be wide receiver. It's, you never know. You never know what could happen. Uh, number four, running back. Now, the running back free agency is not bad this year. I would focus more towards the draft. I would agree on that one. So, uh, for those listening, oh, you're going to kill me for this. Um, I have Seattle. I redid a couple mock drafts for the Seahawks. I have them taking Jonathan Taylor every time in the first round. They're running back from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. So, why is he that? He'd be second, third round pick. So, why is that, you may ask? Two reasons. Chris Carson and Rashad Penny are both injured to shit. Mm-hmm. Two, they both can't stay healthy. Exactly. When they're healthy, they're awesome. Now, Carson's coming off, I think, a dislocated hip. Or a broken hip, I can't I, remember. I think it was a broken hip. I want to say it was broken. So... This guy has had multiple knee injuries in three years. He's had a broken leg, wrist problems. I mean, it's now now the hip issue. Penny's Penny's coming off a torn ACL with more extensive damage to his knee. So I have no idea what's going to happen to him. But when he was on, he was on. You saw, like, in the three games he was hot, he was on. And then just Carson and Penny together are great, but you had a third guy in there. Now, Jonathan Taylor has led the nation in yards the last two years at Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is running back royalty, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. The last 10 years, they've been running back royalty. Yes. Melvin Gordon, Monty, Monty Ball, I mean, James White. Keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, Wisconsin was when Brett uh, can't think of his last name, but when he was the head coach, I mean, that was ground and pound Wisconsin. They're gonna wear you down. Yeah, in the run game, they, they still are. Oh, by the yeah. way, Long Island oh. Zone, Jack Cohen is the starter, uh, starting quarterback of Wisconsin. <sighs> Jack Cohen is the uh, who's the Wisconsin starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's from the next town over from me. Nice. Yeah, he's cool. Nice. Cool guy. Um, so from what I heard, Mike, what about the where do you see where do you see Denver going? I mean, <laughs> you need receivers. This is the biggest question I literally get on the scope, and I have a few arguments um, with some people. I still think I'll have to call it back. I'll still I still think that they go receiver. 
I know the latest mock drafts has us trading up. Uh, I think 11, 12-ish in that ballpark time frame. Who'd you be taking? Uh, they got either Jerry, Judy, or C.D. Lamb. Depends on which mock CD, draft you're I going think C.D.'s going to fold you guys at 15. I think Jerry and Henry Ruggs is going to be the first two before C.D. gets even selected. Yeah. Yeah. Henry Absolutely. Ruggs is more of your speedster. Judy's more of your um, route runner. And C.D.'s a little mixture of both. But I still think C.D.'s a third receiver taken off the board. Would you say Jefferson is in there? Jefferson? Jefferson. I, I think a buddy of mine from uh, Colorado, I, I even said in the second round, go T. Higgins. If they if Denver goes offensive tackle um, in the first round. But uh, I stay, I still am going to stick to my guns. Receiver first round, second round. If Austin Jackson from the offensive tackle from USC is still on the board, I, I, I don't... I don't think I, he falls that far. I don't. I, I don't think he falls that far. Not what I'm saying. Well, I personally think we should spend our money in free agency on the offensive tackle positions, Specific. the offensive line. Well, I think Bowles and James are your tackles. I think you need guards. We need. We need. Um, it's just this this pitch really crucial. It's weird because now you have a defensive line that has potentially no starters back from the twenty nineteen team. I don't see Shelby Harris coming back. Obviously, Derek Wolf's he's been visiting some teams, so we'll see how that goes. I don't know. I don't know. It's really, but I'm gonna go still receiver. I'm still gonna go receiver first yeah. round, but really, offensive lines are huge because again. Joe Flacco found out, Brandon Allen found out, Drew Locke, when he, when he got cremated by Kansas City, we found out that without an offensive line, you have no running game and no passing. You haven't had a good offensive line since 2014. It's been a while. It's been a it's long, been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Like, when Peyton was there, you had a great offensive line. And yep. Starting in 012 with, Dan, with, Copen, with Chris Cooper being there and Dan Copen. Mm-hmm. You know, come from the Patriots. So you obviously Clady and Franklin and and Ramirez, and Luis Vasquez, and all the Max oh. Garcia. I mean, we had we had a good offensive line. That 2012 team, man. I'm sorry. That was that was the best Broncos team out of out of Peyton's four years there. That was the best Broncos team since Jake Plummer was a quarterback when we lost. What? No. You don't think so? No, 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 no. No. Since the 98 team. That Plummer, though, team that we lost to Pittsburgh in the AFC championship game, which I still think, no, no disrespect, I still think we would have beat Seattle in the Super Bowl <laughs> that year. But what, what should have, could have, would have. That team was good, though. Excuse me. Sorry about that, Mike. Did, can you repeat that again? Uh, Denver's, what was that, 06? Yeah, that was the 05, 05 team. 05, 06. That was the 05 team, yes. Yes, 05. Did you say Jake you would have beaten Seattle team. in the Super Bowl? Do what? Did you just tell me you would have beaten the Seahawks in Super Bowl 40? Oh, absolutely. 
Excuse me. Please, um, please hold for a second. Time out. I would have you guys at 7.48. Let me clear my throat for a second. I don't know about that one, chief. <laughs> we should have, could have, would have, we won't ever find out. But... I still don't know about that one, but... chief. <laughs> you're, you're telling me the 05 Broncos with Jake Plummer would have beaten probably the best Seahawks team of all time. No disrespect to oh, the 2013. Yeah. No disrespect to the 2013 Super Bowl champions. But the 2013 team had both a great offense and a great defense. They were 15th all time, to my knowledge, in total points scored. 594. 494. All time highest scoring team in Seahawks history. You're telling me with the league MVP. It's Sean Alexander. Shot phone. Then NFL record 28 touchdowns in 2005. You're telling me that Broncos team would have beaten the Seahawks in oh, Super Bowl Gun to the head. Are you serious? <laughs> you're you're serious right now, right? Oh yeah. Because you had the best team. You had the best team, of course, in the AFC. I would have, I would have that, understood that if you took the Chargers. Rod Smith was still the receiver, one of the best receivers in the league that year. Well, who was it? Right, he was on a down. I think he was in mid. He was on his downhill slope. Oh uh, yeah, Rod Smith. Yep. Rod, yeah, Rod. Rod was still there. Um, I'm looking at the roster because it's been a while. Um, oh, Mike, I'm so disappointed. In you. We'll keep this going after the break. Somehow, is there a simulator? There has to be a website with a, stimula- a simulator for the 05 Broncos and 05 Seahawks. I'm kind of curious how that would come, how they would predict that. I would have out. understood if you took the. Uh, I would have understood if you took that Colts team, because that that Colts team was almost unbeatable in 05. Yeah, that Colts team was good. There that was Colts no team doubt. in 05 was unbeatable. They went 14 to it. It was a. It was a disturbing upset. They lost against Pittsburgh round one in the divisional round. It was very concerning. But but you got you got had Al Wilson, who played the, our middle linebacker back then. And don't remind you, we had a really good corner 
in the late great um, Darren Williams. Rest in peace. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, was Marshall there? At, was Brandon Marshall there at the time, or did Marshall get drafted the year the year after? Uh, I think he was a year after because you had Ashley Lee was there. That's right. Because you had Ashley Lee and Rod Smith was your go tos. That's right. I believe 06 was Marshall. 06 was Brandon Marshall. That's right. Because it took him in the fourth round. Yeah, because Cutler was our quarterback. Oh, my God. You went from Jake Plummer to Jake Cutler. (laughs) What a disaster. (laughs) And real fast. And then don't forget, we had Kyle Orton and Brady Quinn and Tim Teep for one year. How hey. far? How far the mighty have fallen since L. Oh man, our quarterback situation is starting oh, to be like the Cleveland God, Browns. That's right. I can't. Re- I could. I completely forgot about the Broncos' <laughs> quarterback situation since Elway retired. Ever since Peyton Manning. Well, really, ever since Elway, since Elway retired. Oh no! Oh nine! Lord have mercy. He played a long time. In ninety-nine, you had Brian Greasy. Uh, Brian Greasy. God, I remember that. Then you had Bubby Brister. Don't forget Bubby. Then Jake Plummer was... I'm going to look at this. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm missing somebody from the early 2000s. You're missing somebody. Plummer. You had. Yeah, the, I think you're missing you 2002. Greasy went to Miami. Yeah, Greasy went to the Dolphins. Not long after that. Um, What was the 2000 team? I'm missing team? somebody. I know I am. I'll take that. Crap, point. who was it? The 2000 team, who was it? Here we go. Because I do not think he lasted very much longer after that. The 2000 team. What was okay, the... so Brian Greasy lasted from 99 to 2002. So he was there. He was there when he was there. Okay. Bobby Brister was a backup to LA 98. So that's my mistake. I got that one um, okay. confused. Okay. Gus Frott. Do you remember Gus? Oh, my God. Do I remember Gus? He was our backup yes, from 2000 to 2001. Yes, Steve Berline was 02. Jake wow. Plummer came in 0. Jake Plummer came in 03. Damn, really? Wow. And then you had Plummer wasn't bad. 506 with Plummer. Cutler was drafted that year in 06. The first round in 06. Cutler then took over 07 08. Kyle Orton with Chris Sims came in 09. Chris Sims was with Denver. Then it was Kyle Orton and Tim Tebow in 2010. Wow. Then in 2011, you had Tebow and Orton. Yeah. And then 2012 to 2015, you had Manning, and then, of course, Osweiler in 2015. Yeah. Then 16, we had Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch. What and a terrible... 20- I'm sorry. Gary Kubiak, I love him. I think he's a good coach. You took Paxton Lynch in the first round, and you started and Trevor Simeon over him. Yes. That makes no sense to this day. And just think, I do not, I think it was John Edway. He picked Brock Osweiler yeah. over Russell Wilson, all because of his height. That was the only <laughs> checkbox that he did <laughs> not far dumbass. in order to draft Russell Wilson. What a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Elway. So you're welcome, Dan. <laughs> you saved me from having Matt Flynn as my starting quarterback. Oh. And then the carousel continues. You had Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, Brock Oswald, then Paxton Lynch. Case Keenum. In 2018, you had Case Keenum. 2019, Flacco, Allen, Drew Locke. And then this year, hopefully, 
hopefully we just have Drew Locke. And jo- and Brandon Allen. I almost said Josh Allen. Yeah, I know I did too. Wow. Brandon sorry. Allen. Flacco's still going to be – I think he's going to get rid of his contract eventually. Yeah, he will. He will. But he's still contract, so I guess throw him in. Yeah. Um, but – Did you see this rumor trade about the Ra- – so Marshall Yonda announced his retirement this morning. For yes. the Ravens after 13 years, an Iron Man for the Ravens. Um, there's a trade that was reportedly going to happen between the Ravens and Las Vegas Raiders, which is good, which is going to be weird to say for the next couple of years. I still say Oakland. It's it's still it's going to be Oakland for a long time, for forever. Yeah. Um, the reported trade was RG three to the Raiders. For guard Gabe Jackson. I did see that. I was coming back from out of a meeting when I got that, and I was literally walking down the sidewalk and I laughed. I, I saw that trade. Up. I, I had. I, I stopped, sat down, thought about it thoroughly, and he said, eh, it could work. I mean, it's not gonna. Eh, it's not gonna hurt. It's not going to affect nobody's team, no. No, it's not going to hurt. I mean, the Raiders need the Raiders want a new quarterback, and the and the Ravens desperately need an off interior lineman. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Win win. It's a win win. Did you see? I haven't saw it until I literally came back from work. But did you see the rumors that Denver's and potentially trading for is potentially talking with Cleveland for Odell Beckham? No I don't want it. I don't want that to happen. It makes no sense. That's cool as the rumor. That makes no sense. No. It makes no. Why? Go young. Why? Continue with continue with Cortland and Deshaun and Tim Patrick. Noah for, Faint as a tight end. First Go of all, young. This receiver class is seven is rounds deep. deep with talent. Forget the top three. You still got T. Forget Higgins. the obvious ones. You Ruggs, got you got Ragnar out of TCU. KJ Handler out of Penn. We are yeah. Penn State. You got. I know I'm missing some. I mean, you got Justin Jefferson. Jefferson, thank you. I know I'm missing one. Oh my God! I understand the pace. Justin Jefferson. A kid that I think is gonna, could make him is a black is a dark horse is um, Chenault out of Colorado. Yeah, he's good. He's good too. Jalen Rager from TCU. He's probably the second best slot receiver in this whole draft behind Hamler. And don't be surprised. Hamler could go to the Eagles in round one. And don't forget uh, Clay, Clay Pope out of Notre Dame. Yeah. He he was pretty impressive in the draft. I think Michael Pitt Jr. out of USC is going to be a steal. Oh my! For somebody, Juwan Johnson out of Oregon. Yes, Brian Edwards, South Carolina. Colin Denzel Johnson, Mims from Baylor, dud for somebody. Colin Johnson, Texas. Someone mentioned Arizona State, which I'm trying to find their name, but I know exactly who they're talking I about. I can't remember him. Um, KJ Hill out of Ohio State. Oh, my God. Uh, is one. I mean, this draft. This is a seven-round deep class of receiver. Insane. Seven it's rounds insane. deep with talent. You're going uh, to get Brandon, a great receiver in every AIYUK single. UK from Arizona State. That's the guy, too. 
This receiving class, if Denver does not go first round receiver, I still would not mind Higgins. No, I wouldn't mind Higgins either. I I mean, you can't, again, this receiving class is too deep. Yeah. Way too deep. I would not make a trade for no receiver unless it's a free, and unless you get it, I don't know who's out of free agency you can get receiving wise, but if I'm Denver, I'm keeping it young. You got a young team, the youngest team in the league. Have to. Um, just keep it going. Build just around Drew Locke and, and build around Drew Lock and convince Von Miller to stay. Boy, that that would be fun. No kidding, that would be fun. Oh, that's gonna be that would be fun. I like a trade with for AJ though. Hmm. Highway robbery yeah. for Jacksonville. AJ boy, yeah, boy. Um, After, even though I would eat my words, I did tell you though, Dan, a few weeks back. You need corner help. I would not. Take him. That defensive ba- that defensive back room has not been the same since, since both Roby and Talib left, and even T.J. Ward. Yeah, where the hell is he now? Uh, he got he was played a little bit with Tampa and then got cut. I, mean, I would like him. And has not played since. I don't believe. I would like him. He's not bad. I, I miss. I would like him and Legarrette Blount on the Seahawks. I would not mind that. Both get them each for two million each. Not a bad idea. You know, I bet, I got, I bet you, you can get TJ Ward pretty cheap too. That would that would be a bad idea. Um. Oh, uh, today is the five year anniversary. I just forgot. Today is the five year anniversary of the of the infamous Jimmy Graham trade. Ah, wow. Oh God. So, do you do you remember that trade? I do, and who did you guys get? Who was required in that trade? I have it right here. Refresh my memory. I have it right here. Um, Jimmy Graham was traded to the Seattle Seahawks for center Max Unger and the Seahawks' first-round selection in the 2015 draft. At the time, there were three years left on his deal at $30 million, $10 million a year. Wow. Now... I look back at that trade, and I say, good God. (laughs) Wow. Now, I miss Jimmy for two reasons. One, they haven't had a half-decent tight end. Like, no disrespect to Will Disley. I think he's going to be awesome. Um, But... They should have... I like Greg Olson. I think he's going to do well for this team. But... He should do well, yes. Oh, boy. But I would have preferred Jimmy Graham for the size factor. I would prefer that. If he gets... I cut think Greg Olson's going to work. I'm just kind of interesting how that's going to just yeah. all come together. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Um, crap. Josh Norman to the Bills. Yeah, we heard about that from Kyle. Kyle's excited. Hey, rightfully so. Look, Josh, Josh Norman has not... Got, he still got some gas left. Josh Norman was terrible since he left since he left Carolina. Which I wasn't surprised. I, I was kind of expecting that. I saw that contract he got from the Panthers. I'm like, for one year of good production? Yeah. I remember yeah, that deal. Forged in the Super Bowl, even though that wasn't much of a passing game. But no, 
I remember that I remember that deal when it happened. Dave Gellman rescinded the franchise tag and to let him walk. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, I'm glad Kyle's happy, rightfully so. I'm glad he's happy. Now he's Just got a really good the, number two Bills corner. Texans game. He's got a really good corner. That the team's right gonna be, I'm telling that team's going to be a dark horse. Oh, they should have yeah. beat the Texans. Let's not get both Kevin, uh, Kyle, but um, as long as they stay healthy, they should be another great year. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They could easily win the East if Brady's not back. Which, let's get to that. Um, ooh, the fun, fun date. This um, is going to be the interesting. This will be fun. Um, so there's... I think six different teams that are currently in the run for Hall of Famer Tom Brady, 42-year-old Tom Brady, who wants to keep playing for another free, for another few years, but um, the Raiders are, are currently the front runners for Brady. Uh, so, so are the Titans. The Chargers are rumored to be involved. Tampa, Carolina's jumped in a few times. Um, someone said the Giants. I'm like, what? Don't see. I think they're really, really sold on. Daniel I think they're Jones. sold on Jones too. Now, yeah. Um, not saying that they couldn't do it. I'm not getting that. No, no. I mean, it's, it's fucking stupid. But you know, what do I care? Um, <laughs> um, a good buddy of mine from Texas. He thinks he'll go to San, uh, San Diego. See, here we go again to Los Angeles Chargers. Just moving back to San Diego, please. Move them somewhere. Move them move back to San Diego. That's a better city. Mm-hmm. Better city than Los Angeles. <gasps> Hot take. Dan says Los Angeles is shittier than San Diego. Uh, clearly, it's true. Clearly, you've never been there. Yeah, it's true. God. People think of California. They immediately think LA. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Sorry. Hollywood. Oh, now Hollywood. San Diego. Plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Which let's get San to San Diego. Uh, um, I think you goes to the I've never been too. to San Diego, but I would love to visit San Diego. Oh, it's beautiful. And Northern California, Sacramento, stuff like that. I think LA, I just would never visit. LA's trash. I'm sorry. I just would never visit, and I don't plan on to anytime I, soon. I got. I have a cousin who lives um, right outside of Los Angeles, and she says, I don't know how I'm living here. I got family living in um, California. Um, I'm not. I have nothing against California. I mean, there's gosh, some parts. Of, there's some they parts of California that are nice. I don't know where they live, but for I don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, I guess they like it. I keep having them come out here. I've never seen. I've, I don't think I've ever seen them. They're my grandpa's side of the family. His um, sisters. Kids, I think is how that works. I don't know. They're related somehow. Um, one day I'll, I'll yeah. one day I'll visit them, but we'll see. I've um, yeah, I'm nothing against LA, but it's just no. I'll go to. I, I what am I saying? I I might if I end up like let's say, I don't know. Theoretically speaking, if let's say my dad asked me to come with him to Los Angeles for a business trip, let's say for a week, I'd say, eh, I don't care. I'll go. I'll go to Los Angeles for a week. Oh, yeah. I, I just mean, won't leave the city. <laughs> I won't leave the city. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Um, 
I will go. I will stay at the pier. And I will stay at the beach. At Manhattan Beach. For the entire time I'm there. <laughs> I got friends. I got friends in Los Angeles. So. Uh, nice. Former. Uh, I got. I got a few former high school classmates. That. That go to school in Los Angeles. And I. I wouldn't mind visiting them. They're like hey let's go to LA. Let's go. But um. Yeah, LA's trash. I'm sorry. Everything outside of the city of Los Angeles is fucking hot garbage. California State overall, the state of California is in dis- disarray. Yeah. Broke as a joke, nonetheless. Yeah. I thought New York but, was a joke. I know. Oh my God. Going back to Tom Brady. Um, Chargers. You guys have Chargers. He's either going to go to Chargers or Las Vegas. It makes too much sense for him to go to the Chargers. Who would not want to live in San Diego? I would. Los Angeles, you mean? Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. San Diego is a beautiful town. Just moving back to that. Like I said, they move these teams around. I keep calling them. Yeah. So, I mean, except for the Rams. Yeah, well, I'll probably get onto that one. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, well, Deacon Jones. You had the greatest show on turf in St. Louis, and that's it. Yeah. You got lucky one year, and... Rolled that tie and three years. Three years. Should have beat the New England. Should have beat New England. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. And just think, if Drew Bledsoe did not get hurt that year, who knows what would have happened to Tom Brady? If I have, if I have the opportunity to meet Mo Lewis, the Jets linebacker who injured Drew Bledsoe, if I this. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, my computer just froze for a good few seconds. All right, so as I was saying, um, if I had the opportunity to meet former Jets linebacker Mo Lewis, um, for those who don't know, that was the linebacker who injured Drew Bledsoe in 2001 that caused Tom Brady to take over as the starter and win them three Super Bowls in four years and three more in five years. Um, I would say, Amo, nice to meet you. Fuck you. (laughs) No, but seriously, I think he's a really nice. I'm pretty sure he's a really nice guy. Well, you know, it just really makes you. It's one of those what if, and I say the same thing. Greatest six round pick ever. I totally, absolutely agree. Um, I would say the same thing. What if? What's up? That never happened. You, I mean, it just amazes. If that never happened, you just don't. I mean, wow. Yeah, no, exactly. First of all, I'd have, I'd have one more Super Bowl. I have another ring. Yeah. Um, the Rams would have probably two more, two or three more rings. They would have at never least, left St. Louis. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Um. The Giants would have had two more. The Giants probably would have, no the yeah no the Giants would stay the same. Giants would well, stay with yeah, those two Super Bowls. Instead, they would have played the likes of the Chargers and the Ravens of the Super Bowl. Hmm. This makes you wonder. Yeah, go I for think it, man. it. Goes to the Chargers. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm literally way behind. So if you guys aren't on, I'm not ignoring you. Just. Our phones are, or my phones, as, as technology tonight has not been 
our best friend. No, he has not. Which I'll, I'll have some fun with a few others about, you know, our fun little, fun little game of technology. But you know, God, I'm enjoying the conversation. Very knowledgeable. Thank you, thank you. We try. We try. Sometimes yeah. we don't, but we really do try. Yeah. <laughs> Some days we just. Sometimes we're just like, yeah, fuck it. it. Some days we're just, whatever. <laughs> yeah, fuck it at this point. Um, no, but what once, we once uh, gets going, that's that's where the fun begins. Um. So uh, news going on. This Sunday, um, it's two. This Sunday is two days before St. Patrick's Day. What the so, XFL is folding? What's up? What the XFL is folding? No. Darn. Damn. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, we plan on doing like a special St. Patrick's Day special of Always. this podcast. We'll have some great. We'll have some. Great fellows on. We'll get our Irish gigs going. Um, we may or may not be drinking during the show. I that's the plan. We'll see. That's the the plan is to drink during the show and see where it goes. That could get interesting. Oh, it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> I can already that tell it's gonna be fun. Um, who knows who we have on? We may have our good friend the Ultimate Predator show up. We may have Dave show up. Sean, Jason, I don't know. Whoever the whoever the, whoever the hell decides to come around. We should get Jason on and he can tell us why Dak Prescott's not worth that money that they're Oh my god. Don't fucking get me fucking started with this stupid fucking d- <laughs> I was having a good day, Mike. Man, so, I ruined somebody's day, dude. I had to do it. That's fine. Nobody's day was ruined, so I had to bring up Dak. No, it's um Actually, I had a good day at work. I had, um, so 7-Eleven just released uh, like their cold brew coffee from Tap. Interesting. No, it's like you go inside 7-Eleven, and they have like taps, and they have like tap stands that you can like. You know how like at bars they have like beer, like tap beer. Mm-hmm. It's basically that. It's tap coffee, and I'm like, nice. oh, it's not bad. So I was already having a crappy day. Like I was exhausted. So, I got the extra large cup, like you usually get for like a super big gulp or whatever, or a double gulp, right. and I just filled that sucker with, with with cold brew coffee. How was it? Um, I had a little bit of creamer added to it first, before I added the coffee, but um, in the words of my coworker, you are sweating profusely in glory. Nice. No, it was terrible because I was hyper up to fucking wazoo. Because I want to keep this in mind here. Um, the extra large cup of coffee, the extra large cup, mm-hmm. that was probably four or five cups of coffee. I just had it once. Hmm, true. So I was lucky. I didn't what is that big cup? 32? I think it's a 32 or 36 ounce. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. Thir- I, 32 ounces, so four cups of coffee. 
So I have four cups of coffee all at once. On top of? Um, that was it. Nice. And, I mean, I 48 was... 48 ounces. That's what it is. Really? A good friend of mine said 48 ounces. Thank you. Um, so there you go. That's why. Yeah, so... So now you're looking at uh, almost... I think it's a thousand milligrams of caffeine. Six cups of coffee. <laughs> no. Oh my, that can't be right. There's no way. What do you say, 48? The 48 ounces? Yeah, eight times six, 48. <laughs> Hold on, give me a second. I gotta go with this. How much? I got an hour trip tomorrow to a meeting, and so I may have to get some. How much caffeine? Is in forty-eight. It's like being on meth. Oh, coffee is coffee. Give me a second. Coffee, coffee but man, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what is it? Forty-eight. Five hundred and forty-five milligrams of caffeine. Dude, how <laughs> in the world your your heart was even? How am I alive? No wonder your hat. You know what? No wonder you're uh, you are hyper. Your your heart was trying to find some energy to. Pres- to relieve it from. So I um I texted this to um this girl I'm talking to and I said I feel like I could run a fucking marathon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm so tempted to do it tomorrow and just let you know how I how I did. Oh, please. Uh, go to Seven Eleven. Damn it, frozen. Give it a minute. Fucking hell. Um, there we go. Go to Seven Eleven. Um, on your way to the meeting, and I'm telling you, get the extra large cup, and just fill it with like with a little bit of creamer and the rest with cold brew coffee, not nitro cold brew, specifically cold brew. I would do that because the nitro cold brew is mostly foam. Uh, yeah, I've heard nitro. I never had nitro. I've heard it's not the best. Don't though. get nitro, please don't. Um, and, Yankees uh, not starting off well, cannot stay healthy. It's well, spring training. Spring training, and let's not who forget. The hell, who uh, the hell Aaron, is saying this? Somebody on Periscope. It's fucking um, spring forget, training, dude. Aaron Boone won 103 games last year with practically a triple-A, double-A team. For God's sakes, I'm an Islander fan. I'm more concerned with 15 games left in the regular season. We're lucky to make the playoffs. I was talking. I was talking earlier. I was talking. I was talking earlier in the air as a potential Stanley Cup contender. Now look at me. I've lost six straight. Won't happen again. Well, unfortunately, we're going to win the AL East. The AL East is a crap piece. No one's winning. No one's winning the division other than the Yankees. I'm sorry. No. Um, the Astros. I mean, don't get me. The the. Okay. Why'd you have to say that name now? Damn, the, come on. The Houston assholes, excuse me, will not win that, and it will not win at all. I mean, we have Dusty Baker, first of all. Oh, God. Not Fuck. the world's greatest manager. Eh. Not a horrible choice. I could be No, better. but could have been better. He won better. He won with the Nationals. Yeah, true. So, there's that. I mean, 
Oh. I don't know. We could have a situation where half the baseball season is canceled because of the stupid virus. Yeah, that's another thing. Tampa's taking the division this year. We'll see. What? I've seen Tampa have good teams and Tampa have bad teams. What? Tampa Bay to realize that they can't draw people. They, the Major League Baseball really should move Tampa out of the Tampa Bay. Put them back to Montreal. I wouldn't be surprised if Portland gets a team. But anyway, going back to that. No, yeah. Portland has Portland has the Mariners. True. But, uh, ooh, so before we end the show, um, I wanted to get everyone's opinion on this. So I texted you and Kyle this, mm-hmm. I think, last week. Um, and I've been thinking this back and forth. Um, what are the chances... That Amazon owner Jeff Bezos oh, yes. owns the Knicks and the Rangers from James Dolan. James Dolan needs to figure something out about New at least about with the Knicks. That organization has been now just is a complete circus. I feel bad for Kyle. I, I really, really do. do too. I don't mind making fun at this point. I really honestly do. No. I feel bad for the Knicks fans. The Knicks fans are so absolutely loyal to that team. They are. And they got a piss-poor team product on that court. Yeah. I mean, they did the right thing technically by not going after Kyrie. Uh, Shit. But, um, because what we saw with the the Nets now is that Kyrie is, because people are now just figuring out that Kyrie is a fucking cancer. Well, he's he, he and he's well, been a cancer since Rick's college. Mm-hmm. He's been a cancer since he's been a Duke. Are yeah, you exactly. are you are you dipshits now just figuring this out? Jesus. And the people... Knicks they have so much issues. You got fans up there yelling, chanting during the game, sell the team. Well, that that's they been got... going on. They got some, but that's New York. I mean, Don Cheney, when he was a head coach at New York years ago, I mean, they were firing, yelling fire Cheney during the game. I mean, that's just New York. They're very yeah. passionate, yeah. outspoken things. We know our shit. People think people think we don't know our shit, but trust me, we know our shit. Yeah, New York's a is a is a hardcore media yes pleaser. Yes, hundred percent. Ask the, I'm sure he's got a lot of stories he could tell. About how he really probably wanted to talk crap about New York media, but he couldn't. Yes. Um. Do I think he's going to sell the team? I don't know. I think he enjoys. He, I think he's liking the investment he's getting. It's more of the brand now at this point. It's more brand at this point. I don't know that one, Chief. He has a better. The Broncos 05 has a better chance of beating 05 Seattle than. Than James Dolan selling the Knicks. I don't know. I think he needs to to get the monkey off his I mean, back and really rebrand New yeah. York. I just don't know if that's going to happen. No, I mean James Dolan somehow is going to die in the middle of the night. You think the league's going to get involved? Oh, I have to. If, They're going to have to because I mean, this is New York. If first of all, I mean, I'm people are not wrong when they say this. The Knicks are a basketball mecca. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. When you think of New York, I mean, the first thing you think of out of the four uh-huh. major sports leagues is um, is the Knicks. 
That's well, the first yeah. thing you think of. Then it's then it's the Giants. Then it's I, I would the sure. Then I would then it's the actually it's the Yankees second. But it's the Knicks and the Yankees number one. Then it's the Giants. Then it's probably the Rangers, and then everyone else. Yeah, I would probably agree to that. Yeah, I mean, you have to think. Because if the NBA gets involved, Bettman's going to get involved in the NHL side. Because people forget, James Dolan also owns the New York Rangers. People forget mm-hmm. that. People forget that. Now, I could be horribly wrong. Now, the reason why I bring up Jeff Bezos is because on my side of the picture, the Seahawks currently do not have an owner. They do not. They have Paul Allen's sister. I think it's Martha Allen. I can't remember. I think it's Martha or Paula. I can't fucking remember. But she is the minority owner of the Seahawks. The late Paul Allen. Um, sis- the late Paul Allen's sister. Currently is the minority owner of the Seahawks. Um, Jeff Bezos will make a ton of sense to purchase the Seahawks. I mean, it, the writing's on the wall at this point. Uh, Jesus Christmas. <laughs> Sorry. That was my, that was my no, phone. No, it's my phone. Because because uh, I have a little, because I have a little like Game Boy stand nice. that I have right here. And I'm using that to hold my phone. My like, Christmas, man. Like, it's just buzzing at the fucking wazoo. Ugh. I don't know, but I kind of hope the NBA gets involved in the NHL. I don't think the NHL will get involved unless if, like, he pulls a Clippers situation, like with David's, with, mm, with, oh, with Sterling. That. Now, that's the only time that I could, that's the only situation I could see the NHL getting involved. <sighs> Because the Rangers and the Knicks are the two highest grossing franchises in the NHL and NBA. Oh, yeah. Both at $5 billion each. I looked it up. It's $5 billion each. Yeah, they're worth a lot. They're worth a ton of money. Yeah, they're worth a lot. They're worth a shit ton of money. With the limited success they've had, I'm sorry. that That's ridiculous. I'm, I'm surprised the Montreal Canadiens aren't worth that much. And they got 24 mm. cops. Stunned. What's up, both of you? Um, John. But yeah. John. Uh, I kind of hope the Knicks get back to some, some type of a winning, I don't know. The Knicks need to do something, man. The Knicks need to they do something. They just, they're going to have to, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is, but obviously Phil Jackson couldn't fix the team. Well, because Phil Jackson's an idiot. You know, Phil Jackson was way over his head with that one. I'm sorry. Oh, Phil Jackson, he's an idiot? What are you talking about? He's the greatest coach of all time. He's got 11 championships. I'm sorry. Who were his players? Tell me. Tell me. Who is a better coach between Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, or Greg Popovich? Seriously, answer that question. Popovich, I would have to be up there. Who are you taking? What? 
Popovich would have to be up there for Popovich sure. Popovich probably was the best one ever. Yeah. I'm sorry. But that's to be a dumbass. Shout out, by the way, to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan with his first career head coaching. Yes. Coach. Shout out to Timmy. I did not know I didn't know he was coaching. On yeah. the assistant. Um he was an he's an assistant coach with the Spurs and Popovich had to step away from the game for like for um for one for one game. And Tim Duncan took over. Okay. I think he'll be his replacement, truthfully. I don't know. I never know. Um I mean, Jeff, Jeff Bezos to own the Seahawks. I think that would be the most likely situation. Because his, his base of operations is in Seattle, Washington. Well, yeah. It'd be duh. more love and logic answer. Fucking duh. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we will see you fuckers on Sunday. Probably. If yeah. we, if most of us are not blackout drunk, I, I sure won't. But most of these, I won't be. Most of these fuckers will probably be blackout drunk. <laughs> Jason especially. Well, Jason definitely will be. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he'll definitely be. We love him, but for God's sakes, man. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Well, have a good night, fellas.